Welcome to this News As Christmas episode where we take a look at the 1987 classic holiday television special, A Muppet Family Christmas. I am Matt, and joining me for this episode are my fellow podcasters and fellow Muppet fans. More importantly, my wife, Christy. Watch out for the icy patch! (laughs) I wondered who was going to take that. (laughs) Our friend James. Hello. And our friend Shelby. Hello. (laughs) Is that your signature? (laughs) That's my signature. Hello. (laughs) So, I am going to go around the studio here and ask what everyone's history with the Muppet Family Christmas is. But first, since this is something that uh, I'm afraid to say is kind of fallen out of pop culture, unless you're a huge Muppet fan, I'm going to take a moment to explain what this is for anyone listening. So, A Muppet Family Christmas, it was a special... That is probably the end all be all for the Muppets in the eighties. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, it's. I mean, it it was the fact that it wasn't the Muppet Show, it wasn't a Muppet movie. It was like Christmas in your house, and you got to see them outside of the show. Right. Yeah, and and from different shows. Yeah, yeah. That was the the mega. It was the mega crossover event. Yeah, yeah. It was like the. Oddly enough, with James being here, I liken it to the Who Framed Roger Rabbit for the Muppets. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, it first aired December 16th, 1987 on ABC. It starred the Muppets. Everyone knows Kermit, Miss Piggy, Fuzzy Bear, Gonzo, Rolf, Swedish Chef, basically everyone from the Muppets. But that's not it, because as we are just discussing, it it is the end-all, be-all. It also had Big Bird, Bird and Ernie, Oscar the Grouch, and a ton of Sesame Street Muppets, which is the more they appeared on screen, the more I, I would pick out in the crowd. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it had Fraggles. Including Watch your language. (laughs) (laughs) Had uh, Sprocket the dog, had the human from the Fraggles, Doc. Doc. And, I mean, basically this comes down to just every Muppet that we knew in the 80s growing up. Yeah. The only thing that's missing is Dark Crystal. Yeah. Right? The only thing thing that is stuck in a Just an Easter egg. Not even have them just like an Easter egg. Maybe like like the clamshell, the old VHS, the big white (laughs) clamshells sitting on top of her TV or something. So... Let's talk about the history of it quick. I'll start to get the ball rolling. This is, um, I actually missed this, this first airing, which is insane considering it was on ABC. I should have seen this. Seen it in subsequent viewings, mainly catching up with it on videotape from my friends that did have it. And when I saw this, it's like I was kicking myself just for days for having missed this because it was so awesome. So I probably first saw it in the early 90s because that was I know exactly who showed it to me uh, another fellow podcaster by the name of Smitty and him and I used to watch everything VHS in the 90s so missed it its first airing have watched it many 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 times since then Christy what's your history on it I was in footy pajamas in my living room <laughs> squatting in front of the remote control that going ching 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 and put it on and I watched it in my living room I could not miss it. No. <laughs> like, I never missed seeing the Muppet movies in the theaters when they came out. That's the only movies I ever saw <laughs> in the theaters when they came out. But I had to be there in my footy pajamas watching that. Ooh, my little thing of this, cu- milk and cookies. Milk and cookies. <laughs> what about you, James? Uh, I, I'm not sure when exactly I saw it, but it might have been one of the re-airings. I know I saw it in the late 80s, so I don't know if it went, because I know it went to NBC. Yes, correct. And yeah. then, so I don't know if I've, I don't exactly know when I saw it, but I know I saw it in the late 80s, 90s, 
Because then whenever it was available on DVD years later, I was like, oh my God, that's that special that had Sesame mm-hmm. Street. Because I remembered there was like a special that had all of them together. So I'm not sure if I was there exactly the first first airing. But uh, but yeah, and then once the DVD came available, I was like, oh, I got to get that. Well, you're yeah. a huge Muppet fan. I mean, if we all are, else we've been doing this show. I, I only mentioned that because I don't know if you remember, but you and I actually first met that I remember, I mean, Chances are Christy introduced me in passing along the way, but the first time you and I actually ever talked was in line for a Muppet event at Hollywood Studios. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we were waiting in line to meet Constantine. Yeah, Constantine, yeah. yeah. Best yeah. day <laughs> ever. That was a great event, yeah. <laughs> I have a picture of it, and I don't think I have ever smiled so much in my life. I that was, like, like, the coolest coolest meet and greet. I, just, I almost wish they, you know, it's it's... They'll never do it now, but no. I, wish, I almost wish they did a Star Wars celebration uh, at weekend. You know, they did Star Wars weekend. I yeah. wish Disney had at least once did a Muppet oh. celebration. Oh my weekend. God, that'd be. And just yeah, once had like all the people come down for one weekend of Muppet celebration, meet them, get autographs. That it would be, it, cool. it would be a slight waste because I would pass out as soon as I saw, <laughs> as soon as I saw Bill Beretta, I'd be like, oh. So that was like the closest we ever got was to have actual yeah. little Constantine in there. It was so good. Yeah, and it was, was so one on one. That was that, that was, was. I was not expecting that. Nope. Do you know what we're talking about, Shelby? Nope. This was there was a it was villains called villains. 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 It was one night at Hollywood Studios, and it was it was it was villains based. It had a ton of the Star Wars bad guys. Had Cruella Deville. Yeah, had all the cartoon Mal- characters. Yeah. That don't it see. was like the first. De- it was the debut of the face Maleficent, so that was the big. Oh right, deal, okay. The an- I remember knowing about the event, but I didn't know who went because I never went. Gotcha. Yep. And one of the villains was Constantine from the Muppets Most Wanted, and oh, it was awesome. Matt Vogel doing the voice. And we had all actually had all met in line yeah. there waiting to get in. But it's well, like, it's so funny because I had was- sat there. I thought it was going to be you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they're going to get James. <laughs> but then you're like in line. No, there's James right no, there. They had, they had the real guy. That's yeah. why. I, that's why I was there. I was like, oh my yeah. god, it was yeah. just a. And they they led you. It was a, it was a true meet and greet. You were led in a, cu- a, a however many there were in your party at a time, and you got like a good couple minutes with oh, you. Yeah. It was crazy yeah. how long it was interacting with you. Huh? That's awesome. It was, it was inside the uh, the Muppet Shop that they have there, and then they kind of had um, some draping, and then they had a little tiny makeshift wall, and it looked like a prison cell. Yeah. And, he, mm-hmm. and, and it was Constantine kind of sitting on his little prison bed, and he has his hand he had his hands around the bars, and he was just kind of positioned there, and you could just talk to him while he was inside his little gulag. Yeah, that's right. And the attendants were in like the Russian winter guard. Yeah, I remember was, that now. Yeah. Right, yeah. And, and yeah, you were talking about the one-on-one. He was like, I, when I was waiting, it kind of took like three families or three groups at a time, so we'd go in there, and the family ahead of me had him do... Uh, uh, Phone messages and stuff like oh, wow. they, they had all they were getting like, can you do a message? And he was, oh yeah, blah, 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 blah. And oh wow! So you get all the time you want. I just wanted a picture. I think he was just yeah. kind of like, oh, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I think people were requesting a lot of like, you know, say this to the camera, do this, do that. And I was just like, oh, I just want a picture. I, w- I wish I knew what we're going into. I would have been more. Well, yeah, because I mean, there really wasn't an idea of what we were doing, yeah. but it was so funny because they asked. He, I had made a shirt for him because i had two of those i had two of those uh kermit awesome meters mm-hmm. shirts and so i put the mole on one of them and i put number one bad guy and i crossed it and he goes wait wait that's me <laughs> where is our merchandise <laughs> it was just it was fun yeah. so shelby oh God. this is <laughs> it's okay this is uh I'm interested in your history with it because this was out before you were born, right? Yeah, I grew up with the 90s Muppets, so like Treasure Island and Christmas Carol and stuff like that. And my dad basically forced me to watch old Muppet stuff when I was really (laughs) little. And 
at the time I, you know, was like five or six, so I had no idea what I was watching. And I grew up and watching that stuff. But I recently rewatched it for like the first time since I was maybe five or six. Really? Like, last week. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, mm, I know. <laughs> I, I was going to say, oh, that's what you thought, but that's kind of towards the end. But yeah. You were happy enough to join us after watching it, so I guess that's a good sign. Yes. You're not going <laughs> <laughs> to. Right I mean, well, I'll say later, it's, it's definitely a product of its time. Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. So let's just get into it. It starts off with a musical number. It's the Muppets driving in the snowstorm to We Need a Little Christmas. And here is our first glimpse of just like a ton of Muppets in one frame. Going is, past the same four trees. <laughs> it's always fun to me to Lots see so many Muppets in the, in one scene. Not even in pairings, but in situations you'd never see. You see, the one that just stands out to me is Lips, the trumpet player from yeah, the band he's like right there yeah. Yeah, he's right he's yeah because he's like on the front of the truck and normally he doesn't get a spotlight he's kind <laughs> yep. of in the background and now at the older age i'm at i can't help but think of the logistics of all those, those arms people. in the back of that truck those people <laughs> reaching up like and this. even but but oh. even the cutaways because then they did it they do the close-ups and then when they go back to the wide shot it, they're actually pretty much positioned uh-huh. it's like they did it really they were very thorough in the yep <laughs> There's there's one thing on Muppet Wiki about this. They list all the goofs and they talk about how one Muppet was in one part of the truck and one in the other. When it comes to having a ton of Muppets in one thing, I will not consider them goofs because that is just <laughs> so much work and so much uh, to, to keep track of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. To, to keep up with. I was you like, just got to keep thinking, man, I hope they all wore deodorant that day. <laughs> <laughs> I hope nobody ate a, like a garlic sandwich that day. And some probably had two of them in their hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One thing I like about that is the little, tr- I like all the luggage that's on top of it. Like, it's so tiny. Like All those Muppets and they have like just those little tiny bags on top of it. The- I don't know. It's nothing compared to like the scenes later in the special, like in the middle of the living room when everybody is there. But oh, God. Just, yeah. yeah, there's like, oh, yeah, man, that set must have been awesome. Yeah, there's 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 a couple coming up where there's like just yeah the Intense. logistics of put of getting everyone on camera is just is mind boggling and this is like I know we're jumping way ahead but this <laughs> is at a time where it's like everything that we're seeing is what the camera's seeing there's no nope. post digital work like today yeah, yeah no compositing it's crazy it is pure and unfiltered yeah yep so the premise of the story there Fozzie is they're headed out to Fozzie's mother's farm Mm -hmm. for christmas and he's describing what she's doing right now and as he's describing we're seeing the exact opposite (laughs) she's supposedly sitting there being sad that it's almost christmas there's a roaring fire well we passed the fireplace there's no fire whatsoever there's no rocking chair even moving she comes bouncing out i don't know what you would call it with her suitcase and her sunglasses and her hat she's headed to malibu yeah california she's going to california california okay i don't know why i want to think miami uh, no, I, I probably by proximity. That's why I want to think that. So we get the premise is that they're going to her house for or her farm for, for Christmas. It's a surprise. It's a surprise. Oh, yes, yes. yes they're unannounced. That's why she's already made plans, of course. Yes, <laughs> yes. And actually, I guess we go back to the song because I don't know why I didn't note this in the first set of notes. But in my notes, I love the Muppet Winter Garb. I didn't mention that our first go around. Camilla's oh, pink little crocheted hat. Come on. That is adorable. <laughs> it is an attention to detail. Yeah. I like Robin's little red sweater. That's yeah, his little red sweater. 
I love Kermit in a dark winter jacket and red scarf. I don't know why. Maybe it's just a red, black, and green kind of a Christmassy color. And I don't know. I, Anytime they wear clothes. Yeah, when they wear clothes. I guess when, it, when it's when it's, it's like when you put a dog in clothes. Uh, yep. Even Janice, I like Janice. <laughs> I like. I am one of the biggest Janice defenders. <laughs> I love Janice. I do too. We were. We used to do a show called Muppets in Character where we talk about one character at a time, and we did Janice. And my co-host, including my lovely wife sitting next to me, was complete anti-Janice leading into what? that episode. The later Janice. <laughs> well, yeah, the voice hadn't quite gotten. Okay, now the, now the voice is. I think pretty good. I thought it no, is, actually, yeah. yeah. The the, the there were some rough yes. periods oh, yeah, with Janice. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And and she just kind of got. It. Now I do have to say that I do like um, when they do the Muppet Thought of the Week. Whoever's kind of getting into the groove of mm-hmm. her now is getting better at yeah. it. But oh, she were rough. It was, something, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the the Muppet Show days, the uh, Veterinarian's Hospital. Oh, of course, yeah. her anytime oh. she appeared at the van, the van, the band, the van. <laughs> they had a band. <laughs> that's true they did have a so we go back to we actually this is where i should have picked up but we go back to the the um farmhouse and we get our first muppet crossover it's doc and sprocket from fraggle rock <laughs> <laughs> you're actually leading right you're i love sprocket was my favorite you're leading right in users right into my question i will say right now fraggles are a huge blind spot to me in my muppet history because oh. and i'll tell you why Shelby's going to look at me like I lived in a cave, but we didn't have cable until what? the 90s. <gasps> what? And, yeah, I know. <laughs> and Fraggle Rock is a late or early to late 80s thing. So I miss the entire Fraggle run. Mania. <laughs> yeah, right. So And it was, yeah, HBO. Yeah. We stole HBO. So <laughs> that's, had the HBO. Only, that's the only cable station we had, and we stole it off the side of a mountain. He had HBO. And it was, it was. Fraggle Rock and not necessarily the news. news. Those are the two things I had to watch. I had no idea who the Fraggles were, and I had an old computer game for from the nineties. I don't remember what it was, but it was Fraggle Rock, and it was Sesame Street, and I think it had the Muppets. I don't remember, but it was old. Is it a computer game? Yeah, oh, it's like find my, this. I know. It should be. A, <laughs> it should have been ported to something by now. To probably yeah, yeah for an emulator, or even oh, if it's a PC game, we probably still load it. Maybe, maybe. maybe. Fraggle Rock was just a fun show. Yeah. I mean, the the trash heap and the gorgs were always actually kind of my, Doos- the doozers. The doozers uh, always. Uh, you always felt like you came away with something like you learned something. Well, yeah, it was very had a very had a moral moral lesson at the yeah. end of okay. every episode. You know, and especially the Uncle Traveling Matt segments where he would talk about all the things that he would uncover in our world and. Today I met. It was very. I, I always found it to be like a very gentle show. Yeah, like it's super gentle. Like that's what I always remember. It wasn't okay. quite like the Muppets, and there wasn't yeah. a lot of crazy physical. <laughs> I just found yeah. it to be very warm and gentle. It was like of, a middle between but, Sesame Street and the Muppets. Yeah, yeah. yeah it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't to the point where it was all Sesame Street and trying to teach you everything. Yeah. Yeah. It was more trying to give you the experience of looking at the world through their eyes and seeing how it could be better and. Yeah, it took like certain, certain sort of the fantastical elements of Dark yeah. Crystal with some of the. Jim, it almost feels like the Jim. It almost feels more Jim Henson, like yeah. like Mookie or. Uh, um. Which it's so funny because he wasn't involved with it that yeah. much. <laughs> yeah, oh really? He had oh. Le- he had less involvement with Fraggle Rock than than the other things. He was really, really concentrating on Dark Crystal and Labyrinth okay. at Labyrinth. that time, and he let the he let. The the Muppeteers do what they wanted on mm. Fraggle Rock. He, they, I mean, he was kind of there in the 
administrative sense, but when I was reading that biography, it, he pretty much was hands off on the Muppet on the, on the Fraggles. He was like, "You have this universe. You know what I want. Go with it." And they took it that way. It wasn't he didn't he didn't have his fingers in that very much. Wow, I didn't know that. Mm-mm. I always envisioned it being very music heavy from the ads i saw yes. was it oh it was oh, always yeah. new songs always oh uh, yeah okay how many maybe two an episode two or oh, three. really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah because then you and it was get... a half hour i'm assuming or is it yeah. wow yeah that's a, that's mean, actually that's a lot for one i mean crazy ex-girlfriend is two or three and it's an hour long yeah. i can't believe i just said that on mic you did <laughs> <laughs> you admitted that you watched that show thank you but yeah but, and also i thought for female characters oh, in the yeah. Muppets. It was the strongest. Like red and Moki and Red and those were like two very strong. And they're even so like different. the trash heap and the little oh what what was her name? Uh, the, do- uh, the dozer. Gidget. No not Gidget. Um Yeah. Cotterpin. Cotterpin. Oh God, I remember that. <laughs> oh God, yes. Cotterpin. Over my head. <laughs> Cotterpin was like the the one doozer you got to know. And she was a little bit oh, independent okay. and a little yeah, yeah she kind of wanted to break out of the social norms because everyone yeah. sort of had their place in their world. Yeah everybody had sort of and she kinda like to play i'd wish i'd gotten to see it because you mentioned just about everything you mentioned there it was because i was getting a little older a little uh, more exploring creative endeavors so when fraggle when i'd see the fraggles on there i would see the small dozers i'd see the hand size fraggles and i'd see the full size mm-hmm. characters so i re- really i really wanted to see it to see how all those fit together because i knew the Henson company or anything that had to do with Jim Henson was going to make that work. I was actually a little disappointed. I didn't get to see all that. It was really fit together. Cool. It was on, I think they're on Amazon prime. Or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know I can catch up on them now. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. And it, it just, it just was fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a fun little universe. Okay. So, wow. That was a long conversation for two characters <laughs> that just popped up on screen. But so doc and Sprocket, they're renting the farm. Soon after this, Fozzie, Kermit, and everyone shows up. And I, I don't write many quotes on here, but I did love the delivery by Fozzie's mom where she says, What the? Uh, what a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> well, there go the surfing lessons. <laughs> Three months of surfing lessons. That's a Three long mu- time to surf. At a farm. At a farm. At a farm. <laughs> I, yeah. I just love how she cancels all of her plans just right there. Just right. all of her money. I mean, she probably had a plane booked, all that. She just cancels it. Yeah. Yep. 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 We got to have to have, had to have a hotel. Yeah, presuming a rental car it was pre-internet you can do that <laughs> it just didn't show up for whatever you needed to be you didn't have to like call ahead or anything <laughs> who's anyone know who's Fozzie's mother's doing Fozzie's mother's voice I didn't think to look that up yeah I don't know I think it might be or Jerry Nelson no I think it's Jerry no, it doesn't sound like Jerry Nelson to me mm-hmm. it could have been you can bring it up yeah uh, Mama Bear Emily Mama Bear yeah that would be Jerry Nelson oh well oh, oh man I am oh. in trouble with my wife <laughs> that's okay you okay. lose a point i was just curious because it's like it was a voice that's like i know it's one of the main guys but mm-hmm. i couldn't remember who it was or i couldn't place who it was i should say i don't think i knew it till till just now so the one missing muppet at this point is miss piggy she's not there because she is still in the midst of a photo shoot oh god that photo shoot <laughs> okay go ahead. give me that pouty face <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the uh one of the things they, it, this isn't the first time they've done it but it always cracks me up when they use this little gag where she she leans back and her leg is up, but there's something there's some kind of partition between the two, so it's clearly two pieces of whatever you would call it um, of muppet, muppet parts. I guess. Yeah, muppet parts. Yeah, muppet parts. I actually laugh at I, I I see that and I still still enjoy when I see that. 
back at the house, Swedish chef and the turkey subplot gets introduced. Oh. <laughs> turkey subplot. That turkey. So the Swedish chef, to kind of jump ahead in the two subplots, Swedish chef wants to cook a turkey for Thanksgiving, which is actually going to become important on another crossover here. The turkey shows up. Gonzo, I guess, protects him. Tries to warn him. Yeah, warn him. That's give him at least a it. warning. Is it to war- but that kind of backfires on Gonzo, or potentially backfires on Gonzo. Yes. Because the turkey's got eyes for Camilla. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just waiting for it, because he was like, like the ultra cool turkey too. He had the like the sunglasses and the, that was like the only the only Muppet that Steve Whitmire was not changing his voice for. Yes. <laughs> this is the best character in the movie. To be really? Honest. Yeah. No. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> so the Swedish chef rats chickens sent to their rooms to just kind of I guess clear out the room for more Muppets that are about to come. This is just within the first ten minutes, by the way. So I have to I have to ask. With everything that's coming, how many rooms do you think this house has? <laughs> I just realized. It is a farmhouse, so I so would probably, imagine. Yeah, quite a few. Yeah, quite a few. At least five or six. In the closets. That's and true. The, and the barn. The closets, the barn, and maybe a cellar. Basement, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay, that's fair. And the and the and the um uh tornado shed. <laughs> oh, like one of the storm cellars? Yeah, storms, yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. like the, the, the evacuation shelter. We had one of those in our first house, in, the first house I grew up in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I actually remember those. I, we didn't have many tornadoes in Pennsylvania, but <laughs> we had one of those. Yeah, got to be ready for something. Exactly. Leads into our first musical number. And I'm looking directly at Christy because it started off by her all time favorite Muppet, Robin. <laughs> I will use this disclaimer now. I don't like Robin. I've never liked Robin. Robin is the equivalent of Piglet to me. <laughs> what? Sni- oh, Robin's always whiny. Oh, Uncle Kermit. Oh, it's the uh, kid's uh, point of view. I, well, <laughs> children. Oh, <okay. laughs> children. I don't know why. I don't know. I, I, I'm telling you, Robin and Piglet. Piglet has always pissed me off because <laughs> he's always like, uh-huh, poo, 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 you know, that, that thing. And he's always like, oh, I'm so scared. Poo, poo. And I'm just like, I, I can't deal with it. And, and Robin <laughs> has been the same way. And we, we went back, uh, we watched this, and then we also watched Muppet Christmas Carol. And I just yeah. kept going. Lots of Robin. Uh-huh. That's a lot of Robin. Of Robin. That's yeah. a lot of Robin. But it's not, I can, I can. He's not quite as. He's not as bad. Yeah, he, well, he's, it's a, it's a scripted piece yes so there's not a lot of him having to like prod kermit to teach me why is christmas (laughs) so important sort of like he has to follow it i have to say that um robin did redeem himself in the last incarnation of the muppets the tv show in the The, tv show show, i actually liked that portrayal (laughs) because he wasn't he wasn't but whiny. He was, he was they, just they more actually, like street they, smart. They, he was like, come I was on, say, I know they, played, they kind of played on what you don't like. They made him naive, but then in the end, he knew what was going on yeah. or figured it out and it was all okay. Yes. So yeah, he was They didn't different. do that yep. earlier. <laughs> <laughs> they, they made him just, oh, I don't know what it is. I don't, I, and I don't I usually have... Robin. I don't I say, I've, never, I've never heard anyone say Robin's yeah. my favorite, but yeah. I've never heard anyone say they I, hate him as much as I hear my wife say I just, I just don't... Halfway down the stairs. Come on, this song's... Halfway down the stairs. Forward. Forward. Fast forward. I don't know. I just want to know more about 
Kermit's family. Like, who's his mom? That is, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, 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 yeah. Anytime there's always a character with a nephew, I'm always like, well, it's kind of like a Donald Duck thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. You're like, hmm. So they didn't. I I've do want It does make me want to watch the Swamp Years. I was going I've never seen Swamp Years. I didn't know if that was explained. The Swamp Years is all about his family. Robin wouldn't have been born yet, but there's more. He'd been a tadpole. Yeah, right. No, Robin in that one. Yes. He would have been swimming around. Squash. Squash. Oh, Jesus. Like the, yeah, every rainstorm in this neighborhood, there's a corner that gets flooded, and there's, <laughs> there's, there's like a, yeah, there's a, a population of a million tadpoles, but only like three frogs survive. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody! <laughs> so, what's, what's, and we start. What song was it? The, the musical number. It starts with jingle bells. That's it starts right. with a very. Sl- I I do. I, I'm going to agree with Christy and Robin in this scene. I hate when an upbeat tempo song is slowed down and is trying to. Saddened me because I was like, "Oh, come on! That's not how Jingle Bells that's is like, sung." That's like but, you should see him anytime there's a commercial oh. where they have those like, um, like upbeat songs, and they have just like some airy voice, whiny she bitch going on. Sorry, we'll edit that out. Oh, that's okay because you're correct. Uh, <laughs> going, sweet dreams are made mm-hmm. of these. What? No, no, that goes faster. Because I picture, I picture a twenty-something year old. No. <laughs> No offense. Oh, that's, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, I picture a twenty-something-year-old lying on the floor with a microphone, just sitting, just like a, three inches away, and she's barely like just attempting going, to sing. I have heard you listen to yourself, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Like taking a good song <laughs> and just yeah. driving. They're trying to get the lyrics across. Oh. They're trying to bring you the importance of the lyric. No, but it is a good setup because we get the complete opposite from the electric mayhem as they jump into Jingle Bell Rock. They're working on contrast. That's what they're doing. Yeah, I love. I electric mayhem has always been a highlight with everything with the Muppets for me. I love them. Yeah, the um, John Denver Christmas album. I I played the whole thing when I first got it, and then I would just drop it on the track for Little Saint Nick because I just wanted to hear Electric Mayhem. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They. The fact that they can still perform like at the Hollywood Bowl. Have yeah, you seen any cool. of that stuff? Yeah. Oh, that that just they're just I know they're not really musicians, but they're good <laughs> musicians. And you can tell that they are just embracing it. And you just I love to watch them to watch Dr. Teeth try to put, you know, just jam it out. <laughs> I'm just surprised they've not gone back to redesign the Electric Mayhem Band, because they're such a product Good of the point. 70s. You're right, yeah. Such yeah. a product of the 60s and 70s Woodstock, you know, That's a really good band. point. I never that I'm almost surprised yeah. they haven't gone back and been like, you know, let's maybe get change them so that they're not quite as 70s and retro and, and update them. But. And they're always that. You know, it's yeah. funny you mentioned that, and I just realized they're always that, because they were in... They did that like lights out song for the poppy scene in Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. And they were still in the same exact... Everyone else was dressed up Yep. Except maybe Pepe. I think he wore his, his sweatshirt as Toto. Yes. But regardless of that, but Miss Piggy had on the Dorothy, or whoever. No, it wasn't. It was uh, Moesha. It was Moesha. Dorothy. But the other characters, there's Scarecrow, Gonzo, for instance, or uh, Tin Man. Man, I'm, I'm really bad at this. <laughs> Everybody else was <laughs> yeah, in costume. Everyone else was in costume. Thank you. But when they showed up, they were in the same same garb or costumes you're, you're talking about. Because they are timeless. Yeah. I yeah, guess. but I'm just surprised. You know, because they're no, just. Like, yeah. They need the mustaches, everything. You just And even Dr. Teeth, that nobody gets that reference to who he. Yeah, is modeled after. You know? yeah. Who is he modeled after? I don't know. It's Doctor uh, Doctor John, right? Or, oh, yeah, right. Exactly. Okay, Doctor John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably knew that. It's been. And that's why his like time. the glasses. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah, eyelids, yeah, yeah. They're kind of eyelids, but glasses, but you can see through them. But it's. Oh. <laughs> and I think, and this actually, we're getting to this real quick too. I think Doctor Teeth and Rolf are two of Bill Beretta's 
best Jim Henson characters. Oh yeah. By I far. think he's got those voices by far. pretty pretty yeah. nailed down. It's never going to be perfect, but it's pretty no. Close. But now they've taken on their they've taken another life. Yeah, yeah. Like Rolf is is a different Rolf than Jim Henson's, and Doctor yeah. Tooth Doctor Teeth is like a different Doctor Teeth than than Jim Henson's. Yeah, all of his characters have evolved into what they are. <laughs> well, Kermit's still evolving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm actually the new one's growing on me. Yeah, it's because now watching stuff like this, because I've kind of forgotten. I hate to say it, just because of exposure, I've kind of forgotten Jim Henson's voice of Kermit. Kermit. I've been watching Steve Whitmire for twenty plus years now, and now that I, you know, Matt Vogel's different, but now I'm listening. I'm watching this. We watched, um, well, that was Steve Whitmire, but we've seen some other uh, early Muppet things. Muppet 3D is yeah, Jim Henson. I see those, and it's like, oh wait, Matt Vogel's is actually might be closer. I don't know. I'm still. They're all a little yeah, bit higher. Little, yeah, they're a little different, mm-hmm. but it's. But they're still the, the essence of it is still there. Yeah. Yep. So actually, we're just, I was just mentioned Dr. Teeth and Rolf. We have a scene outside where uh, the local woodland am- animals are cutting down a tree <laughs> for Christmas. Bean, it's like a pre bee bunny. Bean bunny. Yeah. It is actually. Yeah. Oh, this is before bean bunny, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a early he's not bean. In this. But the one, uh, the puppets. The, yeah. Yeah. The puppets. yeah it's, it's, it's like, well, the, the Bobo bear has been around yeah. since the oh, 80s, yeah. but it wasn't Bobo until Muppets yeah. Tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's a white bunny in this thing. He's just a yeah. White, yeah. He's a little white rabbit. Doesn't have the bean color and, yeah. and clothes and stuff. So uh, Fozzie's making a snowman and Rolf arrives and we get a Rolf with uh, oh, a scene with Rolf, Rolf and Sprocket. Sprocket. It's so cute. When they're yeah. talking it to is... each other. Oh. Burp, burp, burp. Rolf Bart, Rolf Rolf Bart. That's I know it's a terrible Rolf impre- impression. But. And then he goes off to play the piano. Yes, you know? yeah, he does, and that's yep. he does the intro to Sleigh Bells, and it's just this. It's so Muppet at uh, the Attitude piano, yeah. Oh, yeah. almost vaudeville type rhythm to what he's playing. I'd l- I've always loved that from Rolf, yeah, as well. And then we get to what I think is the thing that stuck with me most, and I don't know why. <laughs> The Fozzie and Snowman <laughs> duet slash speaking of vaudeville slash vaudeville. Because the snowman is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Krampus-like. He's so creepy. He's they, use that my same, they use that same snowman for Jack yeah. Fro- for the Jack Frost movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Which Jack Frost? <laughs> they're both terrifying. <laughs> I don't know what it is about this, but their their song and their joke with the woodland animal and the penguin audience. When I when when this pops into my mind for whatever reason, I remember those two. Their their act, yep. I don't know why this sticks with me so much. Cause cause it's terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> it's, his, it's his tiny eyes. Like if I if, if his eyes had been a little bit bigger, he would have been more a little more life. Yeah. Eyes. Okay. <laughs> He's right. a little tiny soul sucking eyes. <laughs> <laughs> She's talking about a, sm- a, a talking snowman and selling vaudeville jokes. Yeah, and sucking your soul at the same time. <laughs> Mine was, mine, mine was, I, I take away from that scene is more the the, the rods on the arm of the snowman. Like, oh, yeah, no, yeah. Like, oh, those rods are really obvious. I'm so used to the digi- digitally yeah. taking yeah, them out. I guess it's, now. You're, like, you're right. It's it's. I've got. You're absolutely right. We've gotten used to them taking out. Plus the fact that there's so much white in this scene between the snowman's yeah. body and the but they're being yeah. outside. They, they just they do stand it. out now. Well, it's like you didn't have to used to, but now James is absolutely right. Twenty twenty five years of having been taken out. Now they're just right in front of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like oh, those rods. <laughs> So from this act, we cut back inside, and they set up to watch some old home movies. I call this another crossover when we get the yeah. Muppet Babies because 
Yeah, yeah they're, they're, totally. They're, yeah, they're new. They're another set of, of characters from Muppets Take Manhattan. I don't remember how they show up. Are they just there? The Muppet Babies? Yeah. They're, they're on a home video. They're on oh. a home, uh, wow. Oh, oh really that's true. right. A home movie, like that's a right. reel, or, uh, an eight millimeter reel. Yeah. That's right. But there's like a continuity problem because at, okay, at the beginning, you got, well, you got, you got, at the beginning where Fozzie's explaining Kermit, you know, Kermit, he, he got me into show business. Oh, and right, so you're like, yeah. oh, it's the Muppet movie origin. And then all of a sudden he goes, remember we all grew up in the nursery together? And it's like, wait a minute, what origin is this? I, th- I thought that was just sort of a dream sequence. Yeah. Now it's been, now it's, now it's now actually, it's, it's, canon. it's now canon that they grew up together. So now I'm totally confused. <laughs> I didn't notice that. That's good. That's a good point. Yeah, because the whole thing was Miss Piggy's dream sequence. Dream sequence. Yeah, it's a, it was a dream. Where she was like, remember, what if we had grown up together? And then that whole Muppet yeah. baby scene happens. But now this is. Now it's part of it. It is now part that they grew up wow, in the nursery that's together. that's great. Yeah. Yep. Never occurred to me watching yep. this. <laughs> so they're singing. Santa Claus is coming to town, right? I didn't write it down. I think it's what they're singing. I think so. I think yeah. so. They're singing A Christmas Carol. And there's a cute little gag. I mean, I give a lot of leeway to the Muppets where where Animal breaks through one of the gift wrappings followed by present-day Animal breaking through the screen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, no, not the best joke, but like I said, I give the Muppets a little leeway. And I'd be remiss at this point if I didn't make this note saying that Marvin Suggs is standing next to Scooter as Scooter turns <laughs> off the, the projector. That's one of the, when we did the show I was talking about, that's one of the, Marvin, one of the ones Marvin Christy and I had Suggs. done together that we just, we the went, phones. we went crazy over Mo- Marvin Suggs. We didn't and believe how much we loved him. I, I probably got it. Who's, who's the one in charge of the babies? Bobby Benson. Bobby, Bobby Benson. Benson the baby. Yep. That one's the one that kills me. I oh. love those babies. We did that episode as well. Yeah. yeah. Bobby Benson and uh, <laughs> the baby man. So funny. And the, back in the days where you could have a puppet with a cigarette hanging out his yeah. mouth the entire time he's on screen. <laughs> a bunch of babies. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, this is where in the story that I kind of jumped forward, the turkey's starting to hit on Camilla. I did make a note of this, but this is about where it starts and ends, more or less. Or am I wrong on that? I, I don't remember this being as big a storyline as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, kind of, it kind of peters out. I don't, I don't think the whole thing with, with the turkey could last the entire. Yeah, episode. right. It's not a beast. B story. I was expecting uh, it to be. I guess. It continues with Swedish Chef, though. Like he finds a new bird. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Well, I was talking about the it's a good setup. The turkey the, part, yes, but the, the turkey and Camilla. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's that what I I'm sorry. Out. I might not have specified what I was talking because about. Their yeah. love is true. I think it was just more kind of. Rubbing Gonzo's face yeah. into yeah, him. Right. So, no good deed goes unpunished. Yep. Right. Oh, like, he's yeah. trying to help the stupid turkey. And I was like, oh, yeah. I would, The one thing about that scene is the way he grabs the chickens. Um, yeah. I, the, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't know what those <laughs> he started massaging the, the, the little yeah. red flappy <laughs> thing. Yeah. And I was like, that is, uh, that, that struck me as odd. <laughs> that was an improv <laughs> choice. That turkey was like the Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> yes. it. He totally grabbed that chicken. Kind of yep. was. He's like just totally touching her with And that. he did kind of look like a Hollywood director. He did. <laughs> yeah, he had the glasses and the, he had a hat. But and maybe the not hat. Good, yeah. Just ruined the turkey for me. Oh, <laughs> what was your favorite? He was, he was a little, just a little handsy. Not that he has hands, but he was handsy with the, with the chicken. He was a little wingy. Vanilla. So here we go. Big crossover number three. They're interrupted by carolers. Cow- I'm going to mess this up. Carolers. And it's <laughs> the Sesame Street Muppets. This is like... Uh, I'm curious to get Shelby's reaction, but for people of a certain age in this room, 
I'm speaking for myself, but maybe you guys can back me up. <laughs> Seeing this set of Muppets on screen together now is like a dream come true. It's like <laughs> something I wished for growing up for it's the longest time. It's like the time. end of the Muppet movie when they're in Yeah, right. Yeah, no, or, no, no, no. Manhattan, the yeah, wedding. when the wedding. The, the wedding. wedding. Yeah. That, that, that was the thing. Where you just go. <gasps> well, well, the one, the big thing was just in the Muppet movie where Big Bird made a cameo. Yeah, true. Yeah, and right, everyone yeah. flipped out. Oh, my God. Big Bird yeah. was in it. You know, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, it's had everybody. But yeah, this the this is a scene when you were talking earlier, Shelby, that I thought of. It's like you can see how they line this up, but it's lined up so well to have every single or set up, I should yeah. say, every single Sesame Street Muppet they can possibly pack in on screen. It's it's kind of a snowy and hill zigzag. They're all like marching. Too. Yeah, they're all moving. Yeah, yeah, it is. I love they're the all look sitting of this, there the seeing all them together. Going. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's very visual for a podcast, I know. <laughs> We're all doing hand yeah, yeah, motions. It's hard not to when you're talking about the Muppets. Now, here's a question, and anyone that can answer it, I didn't take the time to look it up to know for sure, but is that the original orange Oscar the Grouch that's in the middle of that crowd? There's an orange uh, monster monsters, yeah. that kind of looks like uh, the original orange Oscar, but I'm not entirely it sure it might- was. Shelby's on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I brought it up just in case. That or is it Grungetta? Mm. Oh wow! They are like marching down. I even well, guy, well guy, stop guy, to watch. Yeah, guy, even guy Smiley, that's the best. That's it? yeah, Sharing Guy it? Smiley, and that, and the Blue Businessman guy, um, oh. the one that makes the sounds. Yeah, uh, what was his name? Because oh, yeah. he was he's right. in the front a lot towards yeah. the end. Like, yeah, he's, he is. He's yep, prominent. Yep. He's prominently displayed. I'm like, oh man, over there, <laughs> there, there, there. That that orange muppet, oh. and the, the cow. No, that's not him. It's not okay. No, I'm around too far. You saw it. Okay, so it's okay. I wasn't entirely sure. I just no, they're not going to. It's one of those things where I forget that that there was an orange Oscar the Grouch in the first year or couple years of Sesame Street, and then I saw this orange monster that looked kind of like him, and went, "Oh, was that? Did they pull that?" Oh, I can see it now. That's not him. Okay, all right. I would say it was a frackle, but it doesn't have a nose. (laughs) (laughs) Frackles must be in everything. So they sing their Christmas carol. They come in the house. Great little exchange between Doc and Bert and Ernie, where they yes. just ex- say words, and Bert and Ernie this point out what letter the word starts with. Yeah, small. That's exactly what I have in parentheses. Small talk. Small talk. <laughs> so now the turkey. Back to the turkey storyline. The turkey, not Turkey Camilla. Turkey's kind of a jerk, actually, Shelby. I'm going to point this out because he sold out. That's why I like him. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's the only jerk in the house. He, he sold Stiller out. And Waldorf. Well, that yeah. Oh, that's true. They're coming. Yeah. <laughs> they sold out. He sold out Big Bird. He pointed oh. out Big Bird, the Swedish chef. Yeah. Oh, you didn't want to die? You know. <laughs> well, I know. I guess what would you do? That's if true. you're being measured for a pot. All you have to do is just go, Big Bird, do you want to see Mr. Hooper again? <gasps> That's all you have oh. to do. That's all he should have said. Bye-bye. Points awarded for the impression, but taken away for the sentiment. <laughs> Mr. Looper? Mr. Hooper. Is that your Big Bird impression? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> but he used to call him Mr. Looper. Oh, Lo- oh I'm Mr. sorry. Mr. Looper. You couldn't say Hooper. Rain Johnson's. Till he died. Mr. Looper. <laughs> We're not talking about him right now. <laughs> so we get a news flash. Which was Yay. interesting that it wasn't a Muppet news flash, but it was the Muppet newscaster, which is the important part. And it's that the there's a the worst blizzard in fifty years is fast fast approaching. And what what falls them in the end? Snow? Because I totally no barometer. Is it the barometer? Barometers dropping. are dropping. dropping. That's yes. right. That's the joke. Shoot. Yep. That's <laughs> it. Yep. 
<laughs> I was kind of like, how, who would know what a barometer is anymore? No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not on it, there's not an app for it. No one's going to know what it is. <laughs> Dark sky is falling on everyone. <laughs> so Piggy's still out there. Make a note of that. Um, now everyone's settled into the house and we got a, a real short scene, but there's a couple of interesting pairing here, pairings here that I wrote down. There's Oscar and Rizzo. Rizzo's yes. going to stay inside the can with Oscar, which is cute. A rat and yeah. the grouch. And Animal is actually kind of got a little bit of a monster crush on Cookie Monster. Yeah. 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 Impulse, <laughs> impulse control. <Yeah. laughs> Muppets. Now we're to the Sesame Street Christmas pageant. Another, oh. I think, classic scene. <laughs> and it's the night before Christmas, which is... They say, I just thought of this, they say they're rehearsing for it, but it is the night before Christmas. When are they planning to actually perform this at the rehearsal? Year. Oh, okay, maybe, year, okay. Maybe. But the, the, I, I kind of tuned out for a second, but it didn't start with with Prairie Dawn, because that would have been perfect. Yeah, they didn't do Prairie Dawn. Welcome, oh, oh welcome right, to yeah. our little play. <laughs> We're glad that you came and you joined like, us today. It almost seems like she was unavailable, because they didn't give Prairie Dawn. She, yeah, she probably, she might not have been. Yeah, she may have. She may have Fran Brill might have been out doing something else. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think that she, she, her presence didn't cross my mind, so I didn't. That's how I always think of any kind of like Muppet play. Always starts with yeah, her, Prairie her. Dawn on that tiny little, tiny little. Uh, yeah, it could yeah, have been like a yeah. scheduling thing or something. They just because yeah. it almost seems like it's just the the core Muppet yeah. puppeteers. It boys. does, you know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, who's yeah? Who would have been? Actually, was there any? Uh, well, well, Carol was like oh, he's not a. No, no, no. I was actually thinking there was no female woman performers. It was all guys doing nope. the. Well, they had the, the fraggles. They had red. Oh, they had red. right. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Milk. Okay. I forgot about them. Yeah. Okay. But they so could have done that pre-taped in their own set. <laughs> that is, yeah. The they're they're not quite melted into this as the other ones. We'll, yeah. we'll get to that very shortly. But Bert and Ernie as uh, Mama and the narrator. <laughs> but Prairie Dawn was missing. But what was not missing were all the Sesame Street monsters, which were. Some of my favorite. Some some were actually pre my Sesame, or I mean, I'm sorry, post my Sesame Street days. But the two headed monster was probably borderline. That yeah. was I remember oh, yeah. it existing. I don't know that I saw it, but all the other ones like Tele, Tele Monster and yeah, all Tele the Monster other, was like the background monsters. After all of them. Time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, me too. But but I don't think he was quite Tele Monster yet. He was I'm kind thinking of, the blue. Yeah. One. I think he it's might have been Tele Monster. Like, yeah, it's uh, a Harry. Well, Harry Monster. Harry Monster. Yeah. Harry Harry Monster. Monster. Yes, I said the wrong name. He's been around for a lot. Yeah, Harry Monster was definitely yeah. Jojo. Yeah, but you can see Elmo. Elmo is there, you but he see. doesn't have yeah. He's not like a big speaking role. No, of he's any still speaking just role. a monster. Regular yeah. Okay, monster. right. Yeah. yeah, before Kevin Clash came over. Yeah, but and and Telly Monster. I remember that being a big deal because he his original name was Telly because he watched so much television. Oh, that was a big thing because the whole thing of Telly being when I remember when Telly was introduced, the whole thing was is about trying to get kids to watch less television, but not the, the not our show. Not their show, but <laughs> but that, you know, they would always try to get Telly out to play, and Telly would have to get himself away from the television. They, but they always played him as a bit of a dimwit. The television yes. had made him... Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, that was toward the, like, when I'd come home from, like, elementary or middle school or something, come watch that, and I was... It never really stuck for me, like the rest of them, but... 
But I do remember when they introduced him because they made a big deal about it. What about you? You you, you probably would take up the mantle of Sesame Street after our days. Yeah, Yeah, I grew up with like the, when Elmo started to become a thing, I grew up with that Sesame Street and like the Grouch movie and that kind of stuff. But I didn't like watch it all the time. (laughs) My thing was like Dragon Tales. <laughs> yep. Okay. I remember you had Dragon. a lot more choices. Yeah. Oh, I did. Yeah. yeah. You had, yeah. Oh, you lucky. <laughs> when our day we had the Electric Company or the Sesame Street. Had, it, it wasn't Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers would drive me bonkers. Is Mr. Rogers Sesame Street Electric Company three to one contact? Three to one That's, contact. That was yep. the order. It wasn't or. It was that was, that was the one oh, wow. in the afternoon. That's not yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. it. And then you'd watch, in, or you could go to the. Major channels and it'd be soap operas exactly, or yeah, right. news. Yeah. news. Yeah. Price, <laughs> is right. Price is right. Price is right. Yeah. Um, Discovery Kids. I don't know if you guys ever know that. Yeah, Discovery Kids was awesome. Yes. Educational TV oh, cartoons. Yeah. Yes, like so many choices. I didn't have cable till the nineties. I started earlier, <laughs> <laughs> but I used to have the Grouchland PC game. Okay. Yeah, that was. That was, was it based awesome. on the movie? Because I do. Yeah, it was based movie. on the movie. Okay. Yeah, it was awesome. Pretty sure it's still awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So after the uh, rehearsal, Doc comes staring in from, I guess he was shuffling. I don't know. Did he have a shuffle in his hand? He was outside for some reason or another. And he's, the the thing I wrote down is that he smashed lips with the door. This is like the most solo screen time lips has had ever. <laughs> he was on the truck. He was now he is the, the butt of a joke of a slapstick yeah. or a physical comedy joke. And he actually, oh, he comes in saying he's reporting on a storm. So I guess that's what he even off the check. Chris was getting, uh, Kermit's getting concerned, more concerned because Piggy's still out there. She, we cut the Piggy. She is in a phone booth, I think, making a phone call at Jerome, got the limo stuck, and that she's going to take a taxi now. Is this the one where the wind blows her away? Okay. (laughs) Muppets and wind always get I know. It is a funny physical (laughs) thing. Especially like if Kermit was ever like, oh, the one with Kermit and the, 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 Big bad wolf and the three little pigs, and and he just blows them across the. Th- <laughs> I don't know why that makes me so. It makes me giggle. Just to watch Muppets get blown across the street. Because <laughs> it is it is funny just watching them. Yeah, the idea of them just the, being the physical. Gl- yeah, the glide away thing. Yep, that's like always. If you watch Muppet bloopers you don't realize how much motion they put into everything i'm doing it again i'm putting my hand up for everyone listening how much motion they put into everything they do until they do a scene reset and they just move their arm and there's like yeah. this, this like motionless glide it's like almost off-putting it's like uh it's like that, that muppet just died <laughs> yeah the muppet just glanced across the street yeah. my favorite bloopers or when they stop are from talking. emmett otter the bloopers from Eminem. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. That's the one I haven't watched in a while. You're where they're be rolling the, the bill, right? pan yeah. and they never the get dr- it right. Yeah, the drum. Yeah, yeah the drum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'll have to look that up again. I haven't seen that. In so you should do long. a special on Emmett Otter. I think. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm doing, doing that one. with uh, my friend Bill. Ooh. Okay, Fozzie sees Kermit upset. Is upset. Wants to inter- uh, cheer him up by introducing his new partner, the Snowman. Mm. <laughs> on the way, they're headed outside to meet him. And I think this is actually the scene I remember. It must have been in a commercial or something because the snowman comes in to warm up. But I don't know that I saw the commercials. If I saw the commercial, I would have watched this. So I'm not sure why I remember this scene of the snowman as well. I just remember the snowman from this. Maybe I was frightened to death like Shelby's saying, and I just don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so 
He comes in, they do their act inside, and this is where we get Statler and Wardorf. Waldorf. Thank you. Sitting right up. Oh, they were up there. Oh, they must be in your room now. They're in my room. Okay. Yeah, they used to be sitting up there to heckle me during my shows. And we get the uh, start of the vaudeville act. They don't really get through it because they tell their first joke about the hear about the church that caught on fire. Holy smoke. And then that, that, that <laughs> takes the wind out of uh, Fozzie's sail enough for them to give up. There's him that actually, yeah, he kind of gives up. The uh, snowman is starting to feel like he's melting. He goes back outside. And then uh, what do we got here? We got a con- the Count, one of my favorite oh, yes. mu- uh, Sesame Street Muppets. He one gets his spotlight one. moment. He's actually counting the worried frogs, which is kind of funny. Yeah. He's like, one worried frog. And then. Robin says something like, I'm he's, worried too. I'm worried too. These two worried frogs. First, you have whiny Robin. <laughs> and they have the trademark thunder and lightning to accompany it, which I love. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Which you typically don't and get he in counts a blizzard. the snowflakes no. too early. Yeah. He was. Oh, yeah. He does. Yeah. One snowflake, two snowflakes. <laughs> yep. Doesn't he sing a song later? Mm, not this time. I thought he sings like 12 Days of Christmas or something. Unless I'm going crazy and remembering something else. He probably is featured in the car- the there's a carol medley at the yeah. end. I'm sure. That's yeah. probably what I'm thinking of. Yep. Oh, actually, oh, I know what it is. I have it. I'll get okay. to it. Yeah, right. I have it. I do have it noted exactly the one he leads, which is I'm skipping it. Which then. is uh no, it's cool. It's 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 apropos that he leads it. So Big Bird comes into the kitchen to talk to Swedish Chef, and Swedish Chef is all but prepared to stuff him in that pan and get him in the oven. And he actually he actually has this is got a not frightening but for kids he actually has a mallet that he's ready <laughs> to, yeah. To, yeah to clock him with he's ready to take him down yep and uh but but he's it, this is one of those scenes where he's like every turn unexpected turn big bird makes thwarts him he either misses or he hits him in the face with his tail one of those yeah. one of those physical comedy gags but then we get this moment like this left turn moment where big bird Gives him a bag of chocolate-covered bird seed because he knows how hard it is to be away from your family at Christmas. And we go from him about to get clubbed to death to <laughs> with a mallet. Of a we're eating shredded wheat with cranberries. <laughs> <And> cranberries <laughs> is exactly what he's now cooking for <laughs> Christmas dinner, yes. It's such a big bird moment, though. It is. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, 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 they're, they're, they're balancing this really well yeah. between the properties, yeah. I think. And what's worse, the the chef Christmas dinner or Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving dinner? Which would you? <laughs> <laughs> Popcorn, I, jelly beans, pretzels. I, I, I would be okay with that. It's shredded wheat is disgusting. Really oh, is. You know, what's your problem with shredded wheat? I thought it was a cranberry sauce. Shredded wheat is like the Robin of foods. Oh. <laughs> like, there's a Bill Cosby joke about shredded wheat. I don't know. He like it's a really old joke of Bill Cosby. I mean, no Bill. Bill Cosby's not topical anymore, but he right, talks yeah. about eating shredded wheat and how clumpy it is and how horrible it oh, is to eat. Um, yeah, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I can't remember the joke, but I know what you're talking about. It's the about. same I, album with the birthday yeah, cake. Yeah. <laughs> I buy shredded wheat every like twenty years. Yeah, right. Yeah. Thinking that it's going to be once. good and healthy, and I'm thinking, oh, I can't eat grape nuts because those have neither grape nor nuts. So I'm going to try shredded wheat, and then you go. I could have eaten the box they came in and had more flavor. 
But you put the frosted. You get the frosted. Uh, that takes yeah. away from the health aspect of it. <laughs> yeah, but you can eat it then. Taste from your health. from Make the sandpaper to your colon, that's all. That's what shredded wheat is. And if you put frosting on it, now you sandpaper for your colon. Yes. Did I hear you right? Okay. Yes. I was like, I know I don't it's have headphones it, on. But shredded <laughs> wheat is fiber. No, I know. I know. I just never heard it called <laughs> sandpaper for your colon. Yes, it cleans everything out. Okay. I'm more surprised that you wouldn't be um, interested in the idea of putting cranberries in it because you can put, put fruit in shreddery. I, shredded, tr- tr- is true. Cranberry sauce, either or. It's yeah. cranberry sauce. I, and I do appreciate a good cranberry sauce, <laughs> even a canned <laughs> one. I would do it. But no. Mm-mm. It's okay, that. Like, Cream first, of wheat. First year. Cream of wheat, yes. Cream of wheat. A lump. Sorry, not shredded wheat. wheat. Yes. Yep, yep. <laughs> I'm just shocked that you know an old book. You can put because yeah. that's wheat even before this. I know. I was, yeah. <laughs> now, if you put the shredded the wheat in the cream of wheat, oh god, a lot of wheat. Be this is pooping for days. Yeah. I'm surprised none of this is in my notes. This entire conversation we had about <laughs> shredded <laughs> wheat and cream of wheat and Bill Cosby. Nutritional. While we're on the subject <laughs> yeah. of wheat, yeah, buckwheat is my favorite little rascal. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know that. I love buckwheat. And his brother seen? shredded wheat. It was only in one uh, Harold. Yeah. And and uh, he was eating weedables. Oh, <laughs> Just raw wheat right out of the My ground. band is Weedus. I like it. <laughs> Teenage dirtbag's awesome. I have no I have no wheat jokes in my, in my arsenal. I can't contribute to this. Everyone at all. loves uh, my favorite Star Trek. Uh, oh, yeah. Cosmo- I was going to say. <laughs> Will, Will Wheaton yep, is uh, my favorite. That's the only one I had. <laughs> Dang. This went on a turn. <laughs> Back to the Muppets. Back to the Muppets. <laughs> so Piggy's still out there. The cab is stuck. And we get a shot of her trying to push it out. And this is one of those things where I, I've seen it. And I've seen this in a lot of Muppet stuff where they just, they, in this particular case, they spray her with mud. I'm talking about seeing any Muppet being sprayed oh, yeah. with something and whatnot. Oh. I'm not realizing how expensive this could be if yes. they don't get the shot right. Oh. Because it's like, wait a minute. You're just not you going to jump use in the shower. One. Yeah. I, I don't know why this is the first time in all these years watching the Muppets I realized how yeah. uh, it just hurts to see a Muppet. <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it was right, like, yeah. oh, I was a pristine Miss Piggy. That I'm, just got, yeah, I'm assuming, yeah, exactly. I'm going to assume there's no coming back. I hope they scotch guarded it. Yeah, that thing's gone. And it's like. Well, they, they've said uh, when I was reading that book that there are so many, there are, they build all of these Muppets for specific reasons. Like when they had the one where um, Piggy was in the water doing the water ballet during, what was that? Muppets take Manhattan. I'm not sure. I know. I know the or Muppet caper. Sure oh, okay. And she's in the water and everything. If they took a regular Muppet like that, she would have soaked it up like a damn sponge. Oh, right. Yeah. So uh-huh. they had to use like a special polymer, like blend of like they had to cast one out of a different material oh my god just oh, for those scenes yeah. and then flock on top of it and then they would have to flock between sh- shots because the flock would come off mm. but it was really interesting that, that is really, yeah. they build them for the specific yeah. purposes and they've all done it so long that they know okay this one's getting wet so uh let's uh put some extra scotch guard on her yeah it's actually i mean that's you describe me, it makes absolutely perfect sense, but unless I saw that, had that explained to me like you just did, would never occur to me, which is actually, I mean, that's, I think, without it being directly meant to be, as a compliment to oh, yeah. the mastery yeah. that that, yeah. that whole crew is, the, 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 between the, the the puppet makers and, of course, performers has, has had doing all, all this all these years. 
So Doc volunteers to go look for Miss Piggy, and we have kind of a nice moment where it's, but you don't even know her. And he's, I think he says something to the effect of, I didn't know any of you until tonight. And we kind of get a. Doc is oh, she, helping Kermit says, oh, she's a pig. And he's like, I wouldn't have been surprised if I had this hadn't happened tonight or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that line. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember that one. Doc. Doc was always like a weird character in the fact that you always thought he was like this old curmudgeon and everything, but he was always open to everything. And you always, you always just kind of hoped that moment where he would see the fraggles because he would get so mad at Sprocket for freaking out over the things he couldn't see. But then you get him in this situation and he's so totally accepting of everything and toward the end i think he actually does at the end of fraggle rock meets oh really he meets the fraggles okay. and he's just kind of like freaked out but he's okay with it and this whole time you've gone through the series going what's gonna happen if he ever sees the fraggles he's gonna bad no no nothing bad because he's a good guy that's his his thing, obviously, because they they do he make never a joke. He never, because he, he says something to Sprocket, never. he's like, "Are these like the Fraggle things you tell me yeah, about?" And yeah. Sprocket's yeah. like, "Eh, kind of." Yeah, because yeah. he never sees the Fraggles until the end. Well, speaking of Fraggles, that brings us up to big crossover number four, where Robin finds a Fraggle hole. But <laughs> no, is what is the uh, <laughs> isn't that where isn't that where the the the, the puppeteers put their hand? Yes, uh, the Fraggle oh. hole. To the, the, <laughs> <laughs> this is a kids show. <laughs> not it's really. not a kids network. <laughs> no. So what is that? Is that the the, the deal yeah. with the Fraggles that just kind of have these? Yeah, they have tunnels? the holes. That's how okay. traveling Matt gets around. Well, how, actually, how no. I think traveling Matt just goes out the one main hole and then he never comes back until the end. Traveling Matt, is Uncle Traveling Matt. Yeah, oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Go both. So, Gobo's uncle. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm saying that like I know what you're talking oh, about. Yes. Oh, yes, of course. That's the whole yeah. premise of of the introduction of how Fraggle Rock starts is that Uncle Matt has gone out into the outer world and he sends back postcards to Gobo. So all every episode, they have the, the what's going on in the Fraggle Rock and everything, but they always read a postcard from Uncle Traveling Matt. Oh, nice. Okay. So you, and they, cool. then they do outside shots of how he meets like different things. He talks to like a, a fire hydrant like it's a real person. Oh, wow. It's very funny. <laughs> so Kermit and Robin go into, is, is Fraggle Rock like where they live? Yes. Okay, so they go there and they um explained the tradition of christmas to them and mm-hmm. the fraggles related to something they do where they exchange gifts back and forth is this kind of how fraggle the show played out i, I don't know That's where they I'm, talk about something and break into song yes. yeah yeah okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see again yeah this one I, Pass huge it blind on. spot yeah the pet the song the on. song's cute and they i mean they <clears throat> relate it to the whole kind of the christmas thing that is this yellow stone that uh, I don't know. One it's Fraggle a, gave another. You it's can see, a pebble I, I that they've all given each other. I'm way out of my wheelhouse in this one. It's kind of based off of a, a Christmas Carol, right? The the melody a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Sure, okay, I forgot, yeah, I forgot yeah. what it is. It's 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 a. Uh, it's got the same melody. It's, it's it's just the pass it on breaks it up. Goes, yeah. Pass it on, da, da, and then it goes back. It's like a familiar. It's like a familiar. I don't think it's that one. I know but, what you're saying. But it's like yeah, a familiar, yeah, yeah, okay. familiar melody, and then it goes back past it, and then okay. pass it on, and just give it gives it the break to make it sound like it's an original. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's. I mean, I, I don't know the Fraggles, but I'm enjoying this scene, and it's Fraggles this, are cool. I do know that this is the least. This is probably the 
thinnest um, crossover because you don't have any dozers and you don't have the ghoul trash heap. Trash heap. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's just the core. Yeah, the core exactly. group of them. And that would be, I mean, that's like at the when was this eighty seven, and that's towards the that's that's still yeah. during the run of the Fraggles, so yeah. it's, maybe it has something to do with it, maybe not. I'm not entirely sure, but still, but still, the fact that we've got now, we have. You know, a almost presence every, of all oh, the Muppets. Almost so, every know, property. Except, yeah, except, except for, for the Dark big Crystal. White lion. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, Jim Henson's Story Hour. Was Jim Henson's Story Hour? That was, in the, that was, that was later. This. It was later. After. And then, um, yeah, it been, yeah. But also, this Fraggles are on network television, too. Yeah. So Because they were exclusively on HBO. Oh, try it. Yeah, right. Okay. I see. Yeah. There was like, a lot of negotiating have to, having to go on. I bet, yeah. Which, yeah, that's, that's another story. And once, yeah, all the. Once the property split up, we'll never, we'll never get a proper home video of this now because yeah. of things like that. Yeah, that's well, another story. Well, I think the, the reason why it's so edited is the music. Rates. It is the music. Yeah, yeah okay. the music rates. Yep. Yeah, the one that's the existing one. Yep. So they leave Fraggle Rock. Scooter sh- shouts out that he thinks Miss Piggy's coming, and of course, <laughs> the she does in full grandeur. <laughs> sleigh dogs, yeah. which I always like. I like when they do. I, they're not real animals, but I like when they do animals that don't make them a character. I, yeah. I, I like that aesthetic. They're not like Gloria creepy. Stefan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're not. They're not um, Uncanny Valley, or they're like creepy animals. They're just they, they're yeah. making they're they're animals in the Muppet world. I like I always like the look of that. And they have the the, the dog sled pulling him. The uh, sled is filled with gifts. Uh, she's dressed like a, the only thing I can think of is like Snow Princess. I don't know what else you yeah. would call that outfit. Yeah, it just like, she makes her entrance. Like, like Dr. Zhivago. Yeah, yes. right. Yeah. <laughs> and Doc is in this combination Mountie slash Russian crossing guard outfit. I don't know exactly what <laughs> that was pieced together with because he's got like, like a Canadian Mountie. Yeah, it's like yeah. a Mountie shirt, but then he's got the, the George Costanza hat from. I just saw this episode of Seinfeld. That's why I related it to it. The. Uh, Sable hat. Christy's like, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. It's Seinfeld. <laughs> so now we got everyone in the house. We go through some quick sleeping arrangements, which leads with a nice visual gag of Gonzo and Animal on hangers for the night. And they're ecstatic about it. There's nowhere else they'd rather be. <laughs> and now it's time for a huge carol sing-along. I forgot how... Many songs are in this thing. This is where I clock out. <laughs> yeah, it is long. It's long. It starts with Happy Holidays. Then it goes to Ding Dong Merrily on High. I saw three ships come sailing in. That's the Von Count one, uh, which makes um, perfect sense. That's right. Yep. Okay. Good King Wenceslas. 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 Thank you. I don't know why I yeah, said that wrong. Wenceslas. Said that wrong for 40 years. <laughs> I'll never say it right. That's why Christy's here to correct me. Wenceslas. The Holly and Ivy. I'll be home for Christmas. A happy, happy holidays reprise. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Caroling, caroling. I heard it's even long to get through the list. Part two of it. Yeah, right. Yeah, I heard the bells on Christmas Day. It's in every one of us and together at Christmas, finally. It's long. I forget how long this is. And it is a little. I zoned out. Too long. Yeah. I was watching. It, it I'm like, okay. Kind of ran out of some let's plot. see what's on yeah. Facebook. Yeah, right. Yep. Yep. Hey, let's uh, let's uh, just sing up. something else. Yeah, they finished the turkey. They finished the piggy, and they yeah. finished the Fozzie story. So we're done. We're done. <laughs> yep. Oh no, we need another half an hour. Oh god. Uh so then we get to the gift exchange where Kermit gives Piggy her present, a mink, Maureen the mink. 
<laughs> That's kind of cute. Yeah. Because she's a big fan of Miss Piggy, so yeah. She, she, uh, uh, I don't know what we would even call it. She she enjoys the present in the end. Yes. We get back to the Fraggle Pebble we were just talking about. Robin gives it to Grover. How do you feel about Robin and Grover sharing a scene? Because I know you're a big Grover fan. <laughs> I'm torn. <laughs> so very torn. But I, but okay, I, I Grover makes the scene for me. So, yes, I, I'm okay with that. Okay. You're, you're lucky it wasn't like Elmo and Robin. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just in five years. If this, been, if this had been done five, Oh, yeah, six, it would have been, been, been Elmo. Elmo. It could have been Elmo and Robin crossover. Oh, my God. It would have been, that would have been the feature. You would have loved yeah. it. <laughs> Elmo singing Christmas songs. I can't. Oh, no. Uh, we just saw that. And um, we didn't sit and see we, it. We see saw it. it. At we walked by the, the Christmas show at Bush Gardens where Elmo and oh, everyone Gardens. was singing. Oh, yeah, we no. didn't see it. We walked by it. I'm good. Yeah, that's all we needed to see. So, uh, yeah, we get the uh, oh, and get the, the ending there. Yeah, the the final the final uh, guest arrives. It's Santa. Oh boy! I don't know if it's him himself, but I know this one's Jerry Nelson because he sounds. He's using the ghost of. Christmas, Christmas present, present voice that he uses later in the Christmas at Christmas Carol. Yeah, so it's definitely his voice. I'm not sure if he's in the costume. And then we get another song. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And then finally, we uh, for the Muppet part of it, we end with a kiss under the mistletoe between Piggy and Kermit. And then the scene I always forget about, and I see it, and it just rips a small piece of my heart out when Jim mm. Henson peeks through the kitchen door with Sprocket. And he says, I like it when they have a good time. And then him and Sprocket go and do the dishes. Do the dishes. And I just think about the fact that he's probably, you know, wearing ugly sweaters everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the end of it. And like James was saying, there's a, l- I'm not going to go through all of it, but there's a laundry list of edits in the DVD and it's all based around the music. I didn't even yeah. know it was on DVD. Yeah. It's it was uh, on VHS and then the DVD and it's miss it's basically basically missing all the good music scenes except for uh well that's not true. Even the carol is cut. They cut some of the stuff out of the carol. It's missing a ton of the music and it's they just they yeah. couldn't it's keep pu- anything that wasn't public domain. I thought it was a Disney thing that they couldn't really Well, that's on what DVD. I'm saying now. It's like well this was this video was made it may have been the DVD. The VHS was definitely made before Disney acquired yeah. the Muppets. But now you got the Sesame Street Muppets are owned by Children's Television uh, Workshop. Yeah, t- Television Workshop. Henson still owns the Fraggles. Yep. Yep. And Disney owns the Muppets. Oh, that would be a nightmare to try to get this thing yeah. together yeah. on a yeah. home video at this point. So yeah. thank, thank God for YouTube. Apparently, yeah. there is actually a GoFundMe. Or a change.org or so, a petition or something to get it on DVD, like the whole thing. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, I would, I would sign that. I'll send you the link later. Okay. Cool. So. Maybe season four of The Muppet Show. Yeah, I know. Seriously. Yeah, Where right. is that? Yeah. That's been forever. Both seasons. Even Walter makes comments about it on the damn Muppet Minds, on the Muppet Thought of the Week. <laughs> he does that on another yeah, Disney show. Yeah. Is a. Uh, so I just realized, with this being 2017 and this out in 1987, 30 years later. Wow. What do we think about how it holds up? Mm. I still love it. <laughs> Except for Robin. I love it. I still, it still gives me the, the goosebumps, especially when you see them just show up. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like an episode of The Love Boat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. 
I guess. The way you just like, oh, I didn't expect that person there. Oh, I didn't expect that person. Like anytime you see any of these Christmas specials now where people just pop up that you don't expect them to be there. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, I didn't know they knew La- Lady Gaga. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> what do you think, James? I, 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 I think I, I really enjoy it still. I think, yeah. I think it's, one of it is it's fairly timeless because there's not a lot of pop culture like true the one yeah, thing about yeah. one thing about this special unlike other uh christmas specials or holiday specials is that you would always bring in a celebrity mm. yeah. so you can only imagine 1987 you would have gotten celebrities that no one knows who they are if you watched it now it's kind of like the peewee peewee yeah. Christmas, you know <laughs> which is fine because it's kitschy you know i love you know grace mm-hmm. jones is in it but no one knows who grace jones but there's one thing about this one is i think it, it's pretty timeless in a way and also i enjoyed it because it was it was filmed you know, Almost exactly like a Muppet Show episode. Mm-hmm. It was no outside shots. There's no. It was oh, just right. on the stage. Characters kind of talking towards the camera. Yeah. <laughs> it just felt like it was a, a ex- new extended version of the Muppet Show. No. Yeah. No outside shots and and yeah. the, and no heavy-handed plots. No. That tend not to at kill. all. No. So I, I I like the simplicity no. of it. And I, but uh, but then I'm, but then again I love and the characters. So it'd be some, like. It'd be interesting to see what Shelby has yep. to think. Yeah, I like fun. it a lot. I mean, I know I grew up with a lot of the characters as well, but some of them I'm like, I don't know who this is. No. <laughs> like some of the Fraggle stuff. Like I didn't really watch Fraggle Rock. Like Doc, I was like, this is some celebrity I probably don't know. But it turned out it was from Fraggle Rock. I didn't know. <laughs> um, I liked it up until they started singing Forever. Yeah. Forever yes. and Forever. But when Jim Henson shows up at the end, I'm like, oh. Yeah. No, I really like it a lot. Yeah. It is a product of its time, but I like it. I, I'm in the same boat. I I enjoyed it a lot. It's I I like the fact. Well, first of all, it's just amazing to see them all together, and I like that each kind of feature. When you have mostly Sesame Street Muppets or mostly Fraggle, it's we're it's their kind of storytelling and their kind of humor. It's it's even though you're mingling them. You still kind of have that separation of them without them all being together. I, I loved watching that. I always get excited every time a new crossover starts. And honestly, my, my only real problem, Shelby just said it, that <laughs> I, I did not realize, until I started noting the titles, I never realized how long that ending was. But yeah. I'll sit through it. Ran to see. out of steam. Yeah, yeah. It runs, yeah, yeah, it does. It does. And then, But I'll, I'll stick through it to see Jim Henson at the end because that always is like, yeah. oh. So, yeah. I love it. It's a good yeah. movie to put on the background of a Christmas party. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Good, or to yeah. decorate your tree. Yeah. Yeah. Put you in the mood. And it, really, yeah. and, and it, it is just sort of that moment in time where all the original yeah. puppeteers yeah. and voices, yeah. all the original voices yep. of Ernie and Bird and yeah. you know, so everyone's still there. So it's cool that it's like a greatest hits of all of all those artists. And, yeah. You know, the yeah. actors. I think we would all appreciate Bert and Drag. all right well let me thank everybody for joining me thank you of course christy james thank you always a pleasure shelby of course as well always a pleasure talking with you you guys got anything coming up the first of the year you want to plug (laughs) no okay no 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 shows or anything coming up we might do animatronic and so many people we we, there was a uh it was a kind of a one-act play we did of, of Disney animatronics living together in a house. It's sort of based on kind of a golden girl script. I and mean, it was sort of the Norwegian, the Norway bear, uh, Dreamfinder, Abe Lincoln and um, John from carousel progress. 
So those four live in a house and <laughs> calamity ensues. So we did it a, a year now. It's almost two years, but we're, we might be doing a, 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 a update version, not oh, really nice. a sequel, okay. but I could update just cause everything going on at Disney. Oh, yeah. There's lots of new animatronics, <laughs> like the, the, great movie ride animatronics oh. <laughs> and uh, oh. there's just there's just a lot of new animatronics that could be part of it so mm-hmm. i know jeff jones is the writer and creator so i know he's working on that and he kind of hinted that we might be doing oh nice that. okay well, that have, yeah, well yeah we'll share the it'll, be in, it'll be in, here in orlando nice cool. that was your uh friend show right yeah that yeah. was the friend show nice okay well yeah uh, we will share that on our all our social media pages i'll plug those real quick for news as podcast on facebook news as on twitter and news as on instagram and we have a bunch of other Christmas specials this year and just everything we do at neozaz.com Dave says it best on the Grady's if you have an interest in pop culture we've probably done at least a special if not an entire series on it so check that out <laughs> neozaz.com thanks everyone for listening thank you three again thank I've you. not had a in-depth Muppet conversation like this in years this is really fun to have right before <laughs> Christmas so thank you thanks everyone for listening and have a good holiday Fruitcake, it's gonna be hung some tinsel on that evergreen bar.